Good morning everybody. I Snegda Sharma. I'm going to present the Hindu editorial dated 7th October 2020. This podcast is for those who do not have time to read newspaper themselves. Let's get started. Happy preparation. The first article of the day is the de- disintegration of the criminal justice system. A problem-solving system handled by the executive is taking shape. Establishing truth through trials has ceased to exist. This article is written by Abhinav Sikri. A well-established textbook on the principle of criminal law in the United Kingdom painstakingly establishes various theoretical bases for justifying what should be a crime that it should involve some harm must carry a certain degree of seriousness and so on but then revealingly it undoes this edifice in a single section by telling us that at the end of the day criminal law and crimes are whatever the state says it is in india this political nexus is arguably more pronounced A majority government makes the law and controls the inv- investigative machinery which means that not only does it define what a crime is but it can also selectively pursue only those crimes which it cares about and forget about the rest in this array across india pursue those crimes to what end you ask Ultimately the idea of crime is hollow without the accompanying punishment the loss of liberty upon imprisonment we are all taught to dread however it is often forgot forgotten that this punishment can only arise upon a judgment of conviction at the end of a trial there is then a synergy between the crime its pursue by an investigation and the calling to account of those found guilty which is colloquially referred to as a criminal justice system and wherever one looks across india it is a shambles a shambles the morbid happening in the state of uttar pradesh are but one stark example of just how bad things can get a notorious gang gangsters was involved in a gunfight with police fled and was le- later captured from another state In the meanwhile the news was awash with stories alleging corruptlings of the accused to public servants as his entourage made its way back to Uttar Pradesh there was an encounter and the accused was shot dead there was a crime several crimes in fact the state police decided to pursue it however there was no waiting for a trial to condemn the accused and sentence him Punishment was swiftly meted out by the police itself so much so that an erstwhile supreme court judge upheld that the state's version of events made it appear as if it did not even care whether the encounter story was believed or not extremes in uttar pradesh if the vikas dubey encounter death demonstrated a willingness to punish without condemning uh, the accused through trial uttar pradesh has also demonstrated a willingness to condemn without any trial it passed a law enabling the publishing of massive hoardings with the names and personal details of person allegedly involving in the destruction of property 
caused riots following the Anti-Citizenship Act protest. But here is the thing. All of this is before a court convicted them for these acts. Rather, the power to condemn was sourced not from a judicial order, but from the power to level allegations, which is wholly executive in scope. In this fashion, the police became judge, jury, and executioner. Of course, these instances are where the state decided to pursue alleged crime. There are many cases where it turns a blind eye to incidents of violence, either indefinitely or for long enough. A young girl was brutally assaulted and left to die, and she was found by her family on September 14 in the village of Hatras, Uttar Pradesh. The same family did not uh, did what happened. The same family did what anyone would do: report the incident to the police while they rushed their daughter to a hospital. Only here, despite the injuries being evident, the police did not register a case for hours, and even then, did not include the serious offense of rape. Of course, where the police was not willing to register the single case of rape, it has swiftly re- uh, registered at least 19 cases regarding an allegedly conspiracy to use the incident for political purposes to show the state in a bad light. Government Judiciary Disconnect There are clear, clear discernible tendencies which these examples from the state of Uttar Pradesh only serve to demonstrate. These are first the growing disconnect between the government and judiciary in matters of criminal justice, second the bolstering of executive powers as a result of this growing disconnect and third the unsurprising limitation of executive mindedness by the judiciary. The result of this I argue this is a transformation from a criminal justice system to a problem solving system. The crime in India data from 2019 confirms a trend that has been on display for decades now. Our police are seemingly super efficient but our courts are super slow. Let us continue with Uttar Pradesh as an example. Its police have a pendency rate for a case at just above 15%, but the courts have pendency rates just above 90% for IPC crimes. And worryingly, these are not the worst figures. What this means is that as police forces keep adding to the docket every year, the courts are becoming ever slower in their ability to conduct trials and pass judgments. This excavates the natural time gap between the incident and any potential punishment and reduces the importance of courts in the criminal justice system. Among other things, this disconnect also reduces whatever whatever value condemnation through trial might have had as people move on and so does life in almost all cases. Just how severely this tendency is magnified in an era defined by the 24 hours news cycle is anyone's guess. How does the system fill this gap between incident and eventual judgment? By slowly legitimizing the idea of punishments without condemnation or any kind of being called into account. All that matters is solving the problem and moving on. The system where judges lose sway is where the executive gains more power. It is the arrest and not a conviction which becomes a seminal moment in the criminal process. Victims do not even think as far as proving anything in the court at times. And all that matters is arrest and an indefinite 
incarceration uh, or even an encounter if the allegation is heinous enough at the same time the executive tries to legally bolster its powers of free trial arrest and custody while also arrogating to itself more powers to punish without condemnations is set for future being a key part presumption of innocence the transformation stands complete when judges try to regain some of their lost footing by trying to imitate the new popular branch courts become happy to look at the facts in detail at the stage of the bail itself what is more courts also become willingly to help arrive at settlements through this stage by using incarcerations as a bargaining tool to force errant accused person to make repercussions reparations in doing so courts actively replace facts established through cross examination of a witness with an untested allegation that the police decided to pursue because even courts no longer had the time for the process either the presumption of innocence be damned so long as the problem is solved and a victim can go home satisfied amidst this pandemic and the spiraling chaos that it has brought there has been a comforting background score that has steadily played on this is a systematic disintegration of any criminal justice system worth its name across india and its gradual replacement with a problem solving system where initial accusations and their handling by the executive branch becomes most critical and values such as the presumption of innocence and establishing truth through trials have long ceased to exist that certain states are at vanguard of this progression could perhaps cynically be seen as yet another symptom of the development which makes many other envious Abhinav Sikri is a lawyer practicing in New Delhi. With this, we are done with the first article of the day. See you soon. Happy preparations. Hi guys, we are coming to the second topic of the day that is coming up. Trump's in the virus fight. This article is written by K Srinath Reddy. Which country has performed the highest number of COVID-19 tests? The United States. Which country's president said he is safe because everybody who meets him at work or attends a political rally is pre-screened by the virus testing? Again the United States. Unfortunately, US President Donald Trump has now been infected by the novel coronavirus despite all that testing. While wishing him a speedy recovery, we must wonder why that formidable cordon of testing did not prevent the virus from streaking through. Also, why is the US the global leader in the COVID-19 deaths while testing at such high rates? The answers are relevant to other countries. The test strategy. Despite the belief that the tests are the key to control of the pandemic, test 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 they are not infallible they have inaccuracies and arising from false negatives and false positive results false negatives means that tests do not always detect the virus when present this may be because the virus could not be picked by the swab early or late in the infection or that a defective sampling techniques could not grab the virus sensitivity is the ability of the test to detect the virus in persons who are actually infected This is usually a 
assist in hospital cases where the diagnosis is highly probable on clin- clinical criteria as compared to the persons who are just to be virus free however such technical sensitivity is often higher than than the clinical sensi- sensitivity observed in field conditions as pointed out by recent paper by mac adam and P- pentingil molecular tests such as real time rt pcr have a real world sensitivity between 60 to 70 percent of the rapid antigen test when tested again rt pcr as a gold standard have a sensitivity ranging from 50 to 90 percent according to different estimates so if rt pcr has a sensitivity of 70 percent and rad has a sensitivity of 70 percent compared to it we run the risk of missing half the infected persons with rad The other test while some manufacturers have claimed higher technical sensitivity with recent improvements the rapid test have been widely criticized for low sensitivity in field conditions yet these are the tests that were used for screening officials visitors and rally attendees who might pose a viral threat to the us president widespread use of tests for detections and isolations of is- infected cases followed by tracing their contacts for testing and quarantine with treatment of diagnosed cases was promoted as the test trace treat formula by the global national health agencies While this is the conventional wisdom in the infectious disease epidemics the covid-19 virus proved too tricky for the standard tackle asymptomatic and presymptomatic persons emerged as persons harboring and discharging the viruses how many symptom- symptomless persons can we tell in a large population and how often even for guiding treatment decisions the only drug that has emerged so far with life saving potential in seriously ill hospitalized patient is dexamethasones steroids are not specifically covid-19 and their use is detect- dictated mainly by the clinical state and not the test result have we set too much in store by the testing rates in the population when neighboring countries are compared in any geographic zone with similar social demographic and environmental condition there is absolutely absolutely no correlation between test per millions and death per millions why is death rate in canada much lower uh, much lower than the us which has tested at much higher rate across the world the scatter is even wider in contrast to emphasis on testing rates the us did not fare well in contact tracing It failed to mandate masks and faltered in persuading people to wear them, sending mixed political messages and conflicting technical advisories on their use. Mask use. Some of the delay resulted from global health agencies taking time to unequivocally recommend the universal use of masks despite the experimental wisdom of east and southeast asian countries in using masks to combat earlier respiratory virus epidemics. Would the world have been in a better place today if the World Health Organization's call in March was mask, mask, mask? Perhaps. The clarion call for testing reflected the understanding at that time. We are better informed now. Yet, many in the US remain impervious to evidence and advice on masks. 
the us also paid little heed to social distancing the fractious political environment bred contempt of public health advice and position oppositions to mask and physical distancing as a libertarian assertion of personal freedom the fact that super spreader events promote rapid dissemination of infections from a few infected persons to many others is well known from past epidemics of respiratory viruses this is akin to the pareto principle propounded by the italian swiss economist wilfred de pareto that roughly 80% of the effects in many events come from 20% of the cause we now know that 5 to 20% of the infected persons are responsible for spreading the virus to 80% of others who are infected since this happens mostly in crowded super spreader events where people congregate or travel together testing is either not always possible or does not pick up the virus in asymptomatic person yet indoor crowding can form virus clouds from such person in confined spaces endangering many others here too universal masking offers the best protection if only we could roll the clock back and recommend a universal mask in january or february 2020 if only the president of the united states had regularly worn a mask and told others to do so too Dr. K. Srinath Reddy, a cardiologist and epidemiologist, is President, Public Health Foundation of India, PHFI. He is the author of Make Hindi Health in India, Reaching a Billion Plus. The views expressed are his personal. With this, we are ending the today's session. Hope you all like it. Do like them, share them and save them so that you can refer them for future use. We are ending the session here. Happy preparations.